Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast. Episode 237. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Chronicles of Chiron, set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game. It's played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Previously on As Chiron Turns. As I recall, you got into a fight with some robots. Yes. You got the tap, the old tap out, the new tap in, implanted the virus. Mm -hmm. That's all good to go. Cleaned up the crime scene. The cleaned up inside. the physical. Yeah, cleaned up the physical crime scene. Inside it. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. That's pretty much good. You have one robot that is off. Yeah, or one hacked. robot that is kind of trashed because someone has ripped out pieces from inside it. Yeah, that's still a full robot. Yeah, you have another robot that got shot by a gun several times. Mm -hmm. Just um, lost plating. And then turned off. Also, still a full robot. I think we did good. That one's like dinged up, but like hypothetically should still work. Right. Yeah, because, like, Corazon hacked it off. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we have a robot and some spare parts, maybe. Or a new robot, if you can put it... Two robots, if you can get them both working. That's uh, to be determined. Mariah uh, collapsed after tr attempting some fungus magic, I recall. Yes. Mariah attempted to heal Cleve's arm, but ended up passing out in pain. He grabbed his leg before he passed out. So that is a thing that was observed by people. Right. You're like a few hundred yards from the... We were uphill enough to no longer need to have our filter masks. Correct. You're out of the like miasma... Valley. Super bad zone. And I can't... Probably not a wolf beetle nest, but I can't guarantee... Hopefully not a wolf beetle nest. <laughs> they turn up in the strangest places though. Uh, but yes, Mariah, currently knocked out. Corazon and Cleave, what is your plan here? You got two busted up robots, dude. Can I have Corazon? Yes, absolutely. We've established that Corazon doesn't have any special talent for medical stuff, right? We, or did it... we have established that she does not have ranks in medicine, but she has higher intelligence than both of us. So right. working with her is a reasonable thing to do. Yeah, I think that's a med medicine check is in order. I mean, I know that you got bit by the wolf beetle at some point on the, that leg, so... And Jen, you can feel free to drive Corazon... I'll attempt to, but uh, you can feel free to say what course on should Just be let me know if the sunglasses are on, indicating your hypercore, or off, indicating your core. Well, it is uh, nighttime now, so I think no. Okay, so Mariah passes out, we established not in the direction of the flyer. Right. <laughs> so he is sprawled on the ground right next to where Cleve is sitting, since he was attempting to treat Cleve's injury. So I think uh, Coruscant kind of like jumps to her feet. She was on the opposite side of the fire. Yep. And it's like, oh my gosh. I, I can't make a good chorus on voice. <laughs> Probably more swear words than that. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a perfect place for a new, like, what's a, a swear word native to Chiron? Oof. Holy flying spores. <laughs> flying spores. <laughs> Batman. Like, don't put me in charge of her either, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so she'll, uh, she'll dash around the fire to join Cleve. Who is just, I guess, so probably what happens is. Mariah goes down, Cleve looks at Corazon, 
goes for the med kit. For the first aid kit. <laughs> I like how this, this sounds like Cleve just sits there like, huh? While like Mariah falls over as opposed to like catching him as he passes out or something. I mean, if I can, I just assume you went down so fast. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting right together and I had my hands on you and I passed out. Okay, yes. Then I will, <laughs> yeah. I will hopefully, I don't know if I need to make a check for it, but you do pass out a bit. So I think that might be a concern. I think he passes out like into your arms and you're suddenly... Like, a little surprised, like, oh, okay. Just, okay, put him down. He was he was sleepy. It could be a look of concern. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think we should probably do a combined medicine check. Okay, give me two purples to diagnose what's happened here. Coruscant has three intelligence, so combine that with your ranks of medicine. My ranks of medicine is one. So that'll be two greens and a yellow. And a yellow. Are and there darkness penalties? There's a fire going right here. There is, but it's only fire. Um... I think there is, but you have a first aid kit, right? But yeah. that gives me an extra advantage. It gives you an advantage. Uh, no, and I assume you have some sort of flashlight things. Maybe not. We have Did flashlights. Yeah. You have flashlights. Then I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Okay. No, but for advantages. You're not sure what is up with Mariah. So can I, there's advantages here. So can yeah. I point out something that I think Corazon should notice? Sure. Corazon should notice that Mariah's Fungicide burns are worst, are like spread in places that the fungicide couldn't have hit. Yes, definitely. Like, she got a good look at that. Because he had ducked away, like, it could have only hit, like, the side of his neck and his hand. But, like, if you guys are, you know, like, take off his blazer or whatever, you'll see that the burn has spread up his arm to where the fungicide couldn't be directly responsible for it. And, like, the burn has spread, like, down to his collarbone in a place that it couldn't have hit. Yes, definitely like Corazon takes a close notice of that. It do- that doesn't look life-threatening, it's bad, but it looks like it looks like a nasty burn, but it doesn't look like, oh, it's some sort of infectious spread, I'll say. Uh, you can also tell, like, his breathing is kind of labored. Okay. But you're not sure, you, you don't know, like, you don't have smelling salts. Right. You're not sure if waking him up is a good idea, or how to go about doing that. But maybe we should put, like, the respirator mask, breathing masking on him. That's a good idea. In case, like, the miasma is... Is this a common thing with miasma? I mean, miasma, it causes breathing problems in people. Well, he passed out on the way here. I feel like he passed out another time, too. Maya passed out one time on the way to Data Haven, after we ran through miasma. That's the only other time Maya has passed out. Okay, yeah, so that's what Cleve is asking, is that, well, I guess the breathing, but the passing out? It seems like it might help, at least. Yeah, we put the filter mask. I guess what Cleve's going to say is I'm not quite sure what to do, so I don't want to overdo stuff. Uh, maybe we should put our own breathing mask back on. Like, maybe the miasma is worse here than it looks like just by eye. Good point. They're, like, annoying to wear, but it's better than breathing in more. Yes, and they're not perfect, certainly. It's more like a filter. Um... Maybe we can do something about the burn, the acid burn. Uh, you can definitely just like treat it as a regular medicine check. Because you know what, Cleve doesn't know what happens, so he's like, "What is this?" Oh, Coruscant like, feels really bad. Like, the... oh gosh, yeah. Um, this and Cleve like acid? doesn't know that she like it, blasted it, him. It came up in conversation. Okay, like Cleve was patrolling around the fire, and Mariah was explaining about whatever fungusy thing was happening and he said something about when Corazon shot him with the fungicide. Oh. Yes. And she was like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. 
but they didn't go into like excessive detail. So I, like Corazon will be like, oh, I can't believe I shot him or something. I yeah, I was, I was hallucinating. I thought it was somebody else. Oh, this is from the fungicide. What is in that? A whole bunch of chemicals that are supposed to sort of kill xenofungus, at least get it out of the way for a little while, burn through it. I guess we start with washing it off and then. There's probably some like creams in the med kit, like yeah. burn cream. So. That I guess we'll do a med be... kit. That, so that's what Cleve's like. I guess we better get this washed off. We probably should have tended to that sooner. So you can do... What's your wound threshold situation at, Mariah? Mariah has two wounds currently okay. separate. So this is a easy single purple medicine check. Yeah, because neither of us really knows what we're doing here, so... Yeah, but Corazon is definitely helping because she feels awful. Yeah, she's that one succeeds just with one. And then okay. three advantages. Okay, you are able to, like... Treat the burns a little bit. That's going to reduce the reduce the time needed to recover. So that, that should be pretty good. You also have three advantages. You can make a knowledge Chiron check of two purples. And you can get a boost die on this to try to like, well, how do we like try to extract any miasma spores from his lungs or from his system? Oh, to try to pull them out? Yeah. Or is that a good idea or something like that? The advantages on this are giving you like, oh, that it clues you in that like that might be something. Is there some try. way to flush this out? Yeah, something okay. like that. All right, so and we're working together on this too. Yeah, so three greens. I don't have any ranks in this. Neither does Coruscant. She just has three intelligence. One advantage, one success. Okay. Yes. Between that and your medicine check, you think there's probably just an extra like buildup of spores or whatever in his lungs, and you need to draw those out. And you have a successful knowledge Chiron check. You know that there's like another another type of fungus that you've read about, you've heard about, you talk to people, maybe Corazon has heard of this, that it does tend to draw that kind of thing out. Yeah, people usually stay away from it because it like tends to be in high miasma areas because it's drawing it towards it. Yeah, yeah, it is like it's a miasmic attractor. And so like people don't want it around, but in this particular instance, you want to pull it out of someone, it can be useful. I think he's a miasma attractor. <laughs> Based on how he was glowing before. I guess we can look. That sounds like a survival check. That is definitely a survival check. Okay, okay. so I want to know, can Coruscant enable the lights on the robots? Ooh, that's a really, really good idea. Like floodlight type things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mariah like, kind of like ripped the brain out of one of them, but like maybe its lights can still okay. work. Okay, you feel like this is a computer's check? I think it's a computer's check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she doesn't want to turn it on... Yes. All the yeah, way. I hear you. I hear you. I think she would start with the one Mariah had because that one she's less likely to. That's less, less likely to accidentally turn on. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a red and a purple computer's check. But okay. already she's thinking about, like, maybe we can just turn these robots on. That's a really, really carry good idea. Carry him out like of here. <laughs> Sunglasses come back on. <laughs> Black dye for darkness. <laughs> that's, that's why she needs the lights on. She's just preparing for when they come on so she doesn't get blasted in the face with super bright light. We could cover it. You don't need a black dye for darkness. Oh. So we don't. So it doesn't alert everybody that where we are. Who's the everybody? Like, if we're turning on the lights to search for stuff, then if you don't want there to be light at all, then she shouldn't bother doing it. But like, I'm not sure how covering I, it helps us. I guess it depends on where it's gonna go. Like, if it's gonna go down, that's one thing. If it's gonna go up, that's a whole other thing, isn't it? The lights on the robots were like to sweep the area in front of them. They weren't like car dealerships. Well, that's more of a what kind of threat advantage situation. Okay. 
That's fine. Do you have here? Let the dice determine that. Yeah. Also, Corazon is reckless, so I don't think she's thinking that. She's like, oh, right. lights would be really helpful in this situation. She starts fiddling with the robot. Yep. She succeeds with one threat. Mark one strain. As yes, like they do blast up at first and like in your eyes a little bit. Thankfully, you had the sunglasses on, so it's only one strain. And not oh, much. worse. Corazon has a lot of strain still. Oh. Oh, that could be that. <laughs> Good thing you put those sunglasses on. That should be her second one thing, putting her sunglasses on. Yeah. All right, she... Does she pass out? No, she doesn't pass out. She just needs to be mindful of, of she that. She only took one dose of room today as well, right? Or did Mariah take that? Uh, no, she took the dose of it, but we ended an encounter, so it's yep, not yep. helping her anymore. Yep. Yes, but she has the floodlights on and can sort of direct them. Okay. This will negate the darkness penalty for your survival check okay. to look for this kind of fungus extract. All right. This is a red and a purple uh, survival. Corazon cannot help directly because she's... Moving the lights around. I think she could also just sit for a second, too. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you look at her, like, she looks exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Keep watch. Um. (laughs) Ah, blue dice. (laughs) (laughs) Heightened awareness. That applies to vigilance, too, or...? I think it's vigilance and perception. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But I need to use a story point. Oh, that's right. Those exist. Corazon can use them, too. Uh, But I'm just going to roll despair. But I'm going to succeed. So that'll make things oh, complicated. Wonderful. So miasma just... check for Cleave? Yeah. Yeah, so... I think you need a miasma. And with one advantage. You succeed with one advantage. So um, do you need a strain back? No, you can take a blue die on your miasma check. Yes. As like, oh, you find the perfect piece. Corazon has lit it up. You're like, yeah, you pull the knife. And you're not going to have to make like, a separate check to like prepare it. Like, right. That's an easy thing. Like, but it's oh. just like, poof. But yeah. <laughs> like, poof. had a face full of spores. This is resilience. Okay. And I think this is hard? Average? I thought it's it's usually average. It's usually average? Okay. Then you I get mean, two. it's a despair. I don't know if you want to upgrade it. No, the, de- the despair is that you have to do it. Okay. But Cleep is wearing a breathing mask. You are wearing a breathing mask. So that should be another boost. So that should give you another uh, boost. Yes. Okay. I'm going to spend an evil GM story point, though. <laughs> so it is a red and a purple. All right. Yeah, I succeed with two threats. Okay. Take two strain, okay. but you are not afflicted. Yeah. Oh, coughing fit. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're able to get it out of your system fast enough. Okay. So that it doesn't like, you know, in your, like somewhere, Dasher's Italian has like a ticking, like okay, you've taken this much, you've taken this much. This is, you're you're getting closer to your limit. Right. But I don't know what that is. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're not super sure. So I haven't started fun. passing out yet. No. Do you need us as players to keep track of how many times we end up with like no miasma? No, I don't think so. I think this will be more of a narrative. Okay. Oh wait, do you become miasmatic? Yeah, miasma. You can miasmatic. You need to inhale every morning. Yes. Anyway, you have that. But I have the mushroom and I bring it to Corazon because I'm like, is this... Wait a minute. This is just Westnoth all over again. Westnoth all over again. That's right. I'm I'm recycling the same It's a strange room. (laughs) Someone comes up with a cart. Hi, my name's Mary Ellen the Cartier. (laughs) Okay. You don't have to make a separate roll for like preparation. You just have to like boil it uh, down. What, are you making a tea or something? Oh, maybe. I'm the survivalist, so I know. You tell me. What is this do? like a tea? Is it? It somehow draws the spores out of. Or the Or is it like vapor rub? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like a vapor rub. Okay, so it has to be like boiled down far so that it becomes kind of like. Wait, how does the jellyish? Oh, or you mix it with something? Maybe a little bit of the cosmoline. If that's an oil, right? <laughs> cosmoline is a thing that is known to to be in his kit. Or in gel. True. I mean, what it goes in the problem is that it gets in the lungs. Yeah, and this will help draw it out. It's so like maybe it's something like you dab over the 
over the lips or whatever. It might be more of like a something you breathe in. Then. Yeah, like maybe an but, inhale. Like because you got it in a bowl and you stick your face over it and oh, like eucalyptus. Yeah. It depends on how how fast it's intended to work. Because like the reason that vapor rub goes on your chest is because it's going to be there all night that you're going to be breathing and stuff okay. like that. If it's something that's going to work fast, then having it like in a bowl that we just need to like. What I could do is put over. some of it on his chest and some of it on the inside of the mask to ah, let okay. it be like a breathing okay. treatment. Yeah, and I think your assessment is like this should help overnight draw it out, ensure it's not. It'll minimize the, like, penetration. Yeah, so I guess, like, an expectorant. Too. I would like one more medicine check. It's right. it's going to work. But <laughs> it's going to do additional something. complications. Yeah, yeah. A red, a purple, and a black. Corazon will definitely help, I think. Okay. Unless you say that she's not. No, I mean, she's got the flashlights on now, so. Yeah. There isn't further computery things she needs to do, so. Okay, and you said it was yellow and two greens with her. Yeah. Maybe we should use story points. Okay. We have two successes, but two threats. Okay, it succeeds, and there's not going to be any additional complications for Mariah. Right. You have two threats. I think it's actually, as Corazon is, like, taking the light down, like, again, it, like, flashes up high. Yeah. Um, and, like, Cleve, you you feel like this is throwing off your position. Okay. So it's just, it's stressing you out. Yeah. So you take two strength. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we need to turn this off. Yeah. Corazon and Cleve can roll to recover. This is the end of... I think it's the end, unless there's anything else you want to do. Are you okay with us still camping here tonight? Let me think about, because we just shot the light in the... Like, we had a, a super long day. We had a combat. We have a down person. And we have but, two robots. But I just annoyed you by flashing a light up as I, like, pushed it around. I don't know that we have another option. Okay. Yeah, and it's like, you don't think there's anyone around. Yeah. Because right? this is, like, high miasma zone. Okay. Then, of course... Uh, I, I'll just, I'll take first watch. Okay. Corazon okay. turns off lights. Corazon needs to crash anyway. Yeah. In fact, you don't even really need to roll cooler discipline because you're going to get a nice rest. Anyway. Uh, screen swipe is like we see uh, Corazon uh, close her eyes. The like scene uh, changes to like we're looking at Mariah's eyes. Closed. Open. Glowing. Purple. Mariah, you are awake. You're in a shroom forest. A, a, a forest. You don't see anyone else. Your leg and your face are in pain. I'm in a shroom forest. You're in, you know, shroom forest. A uh, forest, as some people say. Okay. My face and my... Your face hurts. My your leg. leg hurts. You just woke up with a gasp of sorts. It's daytime. And do my fungicide burns also hurt? Yeah, that's mainly what I'm thinking of, like, face and... Okay. Um, not as much on the chest and arm anymore. All right. So I'm waking up on the ground? Or I'm opening my eyes and I'm standing in a forest? You're waking up, like, on the ground. Okay. You don't see anyone else? Do I see the campfire? Uh, you know what? Give me a perception check. Because last I know, I was right next to it. Yep. Just two purples. I have a failure with four advantages. Your, your campsite's not here. Okay. You don't see Cleave. You don't see robots. You don't see Corazon. But I don't know if I'm in that same space or if I'm somewhere else. Correct. I failed the perception check. Yeah, it is not clear. It is. You're like surveying the land like it's a gorgeous, gorgeous view. Okay, so I am elevated still. Yeah, you're still kind of, like, because you walk to the top of the hill, uh, I think. And it's sort of like when you look down out of the uh, the cryopods the first time. Taking in that gorgeous landscape, you turn and you see, however, it looks like there's a forest fire off in the distance. And it's, like, spreading rapidly. So flames, but also, like, smoke billowing up? Lots of smoke, flames, and it, you can see it, like, down in another, like, like another hillside across. 
but it looks like it's spreading quickly. I would actually like a fear check. Um, there was four advantages on the perception check. The four advantages are that you get to see this forest fire. Okay. But that's one of the that's two of the four advantages. If you'd like a blue die on this, I'd like a blue die on this. Yes. As you got to see like the smoke first, and then the fire, so it wasn't a sudden fear. What is the difficulty of this? Two purples. Two purples. Yes. Is it like close enough that like I need to start running? It feels that way. I succeed with two threats. Okay. What was your strain situation going into this? Uh, I mean, I passed out at at fourteen of twelve. Okay. Reset your strain to to zero. And then start acquiring. And then start acquiring some strain. Okay, I succeed the fear check, but I take strain. That fire Correct. seems really close. But yes, it seems close, but not imminent. All right, but having failed a perception check, I don't know where I am relative to anything else. Correct. You can attempt some sort of uh, survival check, perhaps, to get better bearings on a situation. I'm open to other thoughts here. Considering that like the perception check failed, I think survival is the thing to do. Just okay. to see, like, has anybody passed this way? Okay. Give me two purples. I only have one story point, so I'm not spending it. <laughs> I'm going to spend a story point. All right. I succeed with one threat. Not another strain. Uh, you succeed the survival check. You are able to, from what you remember of walking around the area, you must be near the network node, as best you can recall. Okay. But the fire is not there. The fire is not where the network node is. Okay. The fire looks more uh, approximately where, like, where your cryopods were, actually. Okay. That was not close enough for a fire to be imminently threatening to us. Like, we hiked for days. That is very true. Why don't you make a Knowledge Chiron check? I have one rank of Knowledge Chiron. Two purples and a black, please. You have two story points. All right, I am going to use a story point. Okay. I'm going to get a triumph. All right, then. And I'm going to succeed with two threats. Okay. That's perfect. You realize that, like, you now, you know enough about this planet, and it's like the kind of, like, flora that you're sitting in right now is more like what was around the cryopods, not exactly what was in the network nodes. Like, you remember this now, and you you start to piece together, you must be having, like, a dream or hallucination. Okay. This is, like, shifting to lucid dreaming. Like, shifting, like yes. this doesn't make sense. Yes. But I would say, yes, you've reached lucid dream, and you're like, hang on. But that's definitely, like, something is happening at the cryopods where you, where you and Cleve came out. Okay. And it is... Presenting itself as a fire, at least in this hallucination. Yes, in this dream state, yes, it is presenting itself as a fire. Your threats are, you're going to take a black die, whatever happens next, because maybe that's a little trippy. Like, this is unusually vivid for a dream. Yeah, and I don't think Mariah has any past history of lucid dreaming, so that's just strange in general. It's also, like, a little uh, liberating. Like, I'm not actually in danger from this fire, but is there meaning in what's going on? Or not? You think there is. So going towards the fire seems like what makes sense. Okay. To like figure out like what is actually going on. So that is my intent. I don't know what you want from me role-wise. Like it's just a matter of I want to move closer. If you want perception checks or vigilance checks or whatever, I'm investigating. I'm open to like whatever. Like if you want some sort of magic check to make the land easier for you to walk there. We're in dream space, so not that I want this to make this a huge feature of the game. But. Right, right. I don't think I would do that, though. Okay. I think, actually, I'd rather do enhance magically. Okay. Which, in my mind, is in preparation for doing another perception check. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially 
tapping into the plants to be like, what are they experiencing? Ah, okay. I like this. Because like they're one. closer than I am to whatever's going on. <laughs> it's augment. Two is the base difficulty. Mm-hmm. This is a magic check, so I'll spend a story point. I get my blue die for being outside. Yeah, yeah, I'll give that to you here. Uh, you have a black die though because you had threats from the previous one. Right. Failure, but three advantages. Okay, do mark the strain. Um, Before you tell me what those three advantages are. Yes. I understand I'm in a dream here, but I failed a magic check. I tried a magic check. Is there a physical consequence of pain? From attempting to do this. Ooh. Cleave, make a vigilance check. Okay. You're taking first watch. Because that's like how I mentally interpret strain to Mariah when casting. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go with two purples and a black. Because I don't think you're watching Mariah super closely. No. That dude's out again. <laughs> but I succeed with a threat. Okay. It's later in the night. And yeah, you see him like twinge in pain. Yeah. Uh, briefly. Doesn't seem like it's... A seizure ongoing, just like there's a sudden, or like maybe he's having a bad dream. Yeah, but it's hard, it's worrying because we don't know what is wrong with him. Right. Did you have any advantages of threats? Just a threat. Yeah, I think you take another strain. He's like, you said stuff right, but he, his breathing seems to come back. I'm hoping he's, I hope he didn't kill him. <laughs> he's still breathing at least. You have three advantages. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you specifically want to use them for? Well, the reason I was asking whether there was any like pain associated with that was towards helping Mariah understand what is going on with his magic. Yes, that I think you can definitely get a much better sense of. Because knowing that like too much exertion of it is gonna cause like pain flare-ups and could lead to like knocking myself out, like that's an important piece of information for going forward on how to use this effectively. Yes, I think you get a little bit better sense of like the push and pull of how you're able to exert yourself, but how after reaching too far, it's and like a, it's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing, and you can get a sense of like, oh, you're drawing from the environment, but if you don't calibrate it correctly, you're pulling from yourself. Okay. Um, that's that's where the risk comes in. Okay. There's always this, you know, this uh, transmission cost of two strain, but right. But how one manages to to work it matters. Yeah, like Mariah's not a technical person. It's like if you're bridging an electrical connection, there's a lot of ways to do it safely. That's not what's happening here. It's always like a somewhat hurried, perilous connection. Okay. But you definitely, I think you, Mariah, now understand, like, you do have a connection to the miasma and fungus of this planet. You don't understand why or how, but, like, definitely you have some some senses there. Okay. And I have some kind of internal reservoir that, like, if I'm not careful, that's what I'm using instead of... The surroundings you know like it can hurt worse like the best you can do is like okay this is gonna twinge a little bit but it can be worse if you're not careful with it okay does that use up all three of these advantages or is there enough sitting around for a blue you can dye? pay forward a blue dye to something else okay uh which is the role i'm going to make for right. perception right give me two purples that magic did produce a blue dye yes. so narratively speaking there is some information coming like yeah it's not like direct sources. visual Ooh, interesting. This time we're going to fail with three advantages and a triumph. Okay. You don't get a closer look at what is happening, but you do see, even in the dream, yeah, you, Mariah, in in the dream, see what looks like drilling and, like, forest clear-cutting equipment. Okay. And we knew that that was a possible area that mining was going to happen. Yes. And you know, like, 
that is very close to where your cryopods were stored. Is that the advantages? Is that the triumph? I think that's the triumph. I think unless there's anything else you want to do in this dream, you will wake up. Well, I want to do something with advantages. What would you like to do? I would like to learn... <laughs> learn one of the motivations of the planet of Chiron. <laughs> is that it? Are you dating Chiron? Is that what's happening? Now you have stepdaughters. <laughs> Maybe you could learn a special characteristic of one of the mushrooms or something. Um, let me tell you this. This is not typical, but if you'd like to learn one of Morgan's motivations. Oh, I have a special power that does that too. I'm not going to make you spend your special power, but because you have this literal connection to the planet, there's all these things happening. And the planet has history with Morgan. The planet has history with Morgan. Okay. So what is the planet vibing at me? What would you, like, literally you can learn one of his, like, personal motivations. Fear. Morgan fears change to the extent that... He will remake this into he Earth. He will remake this into Earth to some degree. But it's, it's definitely, it's cast as a fear, not as a, like, desire. So he's, like, afraid of the alienness of the planet, kind of? Yes. Like, you, especially since Brian knows Morgan to agree, you don't think he's ideologically driven to recreate Earth. You think that's more of a response to the influence of the planet. And that, that may be something that didn't even manifest, like, until, like, he got here. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And just saw, like, for Mariah, like, this place is wondrous. But definitely for other people, this place could be terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm satisfied. Uh, yeah, you turn around one last time. See a shimmer fly off in the distance. Rear my ass. We see him everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, you actually spend time outside. <laughs> yeah, and just wait till you like put a tracker on it. Then you'll realize it's the same one following us. <laughs> uh, and we flash forward to morning. When indeed, Maria, you do wake up. I'll take horns out there. All right. Thank well, you for managing. So am I waking up strained then? You wake up at that level of strain, yes. Okay. Because that's a stressful dream. You can roll cool or discipline or cover some. Okay. That's only fair. Cool or discipline. You're much uh, better yeah. cool, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Wow. I don't clear it all, but I clear all but one. Do I heal the last remaining wound? Yes, you do heal okay. the last wound. You got a nice rest. All right. Even if we do shifts, we can take a full night's sleep? Yeah, you, okay. you got enough sleep. Okay. And a point of healing... All your strain back and a point of healing. I should have probably were first aided myself, I'll be honest. Mariah did healing on you. That removed some of your injury from before. Yeah, I think I still have like six. From Well, <laughs> my tango with the robot. But yeah, let me try to do... There's no problems with doing first aid on yourself if you're not doing your crit, right? There's two extra purples. Okay, I guess <laughs> I will not do that. Uh, yeah, Mariah, you wake up. I think, Cleve, you're debating managing yourself. Yeah, I might be like, hey, Court, can you put a bandage here? Uh, sure, if you want. She's not so, how much wounds are you at now? I'm at five. Out of? Uh, eleven. Ah, excellent. Only one purple. Good thing that you healed that one overnight. You get back nothing. Oh. <laughs> well, but it's got, I don't know, because it's got a bandage on it. But yeah. the heal a strain? Yeah. I don't have strain. doesn't have strain. Yeah. Uh, Mariah, this is what you wake up to. Uh, yeah, Corazon and then is... so Cleve will use it as a teaching moment. Then... What do you tell Corazon? Oh, just here's how you, you know, you would do it, whatever. Here's what you did wrong. <laughs> and maybe she would have succeeded if he had helped her at all, but he didn't, and so she could learn. Right. 
I think she she appreciates that she's willing to take criticism. She just wants to you know murder Morgan. Um, <laughs> she's like, oh okay, that's I don't, they don't teach this stuff. At least I never learned it. Mariah, how you feeling? Uh, okay. Um, do we still need to be wearing these? He asks, pointing at the breath mask that is on his face as he wakes up. Are we wearing them still? Probably not. Because, like, it's really uncomfortable sleeping them. I mean, I, so I guess what Clay would say is, I'm not really sure. You passed out again, so, I mean, I guess maybe the treatment would have, that might be enough time for the treatment. How does your lungs feel? My lungs feel fine. I take off the breath mask. Yeah, you feel pretty much okay? Yeah, I don't think that's why I passed out. Were you dizzy? No. I was in pain. Have you ever been in, like, so much pain that you just can't process it? Like, no. <laughs> Physical pain? <laughs> you know what? Maybe Cleve says not out, not in a situation where I had to process it. <laughs> Yeah, physical pain. Uh, not physically, no. And usually the adrenaline's... Yeah, I, it hurt a lot. Does it still hurt? No. Your lungs? No, not my lungs. My lungs are fine, as far as I can tell. I, like, take a, a few, like, deep... I'm like, uh, I've got all this gunk on me. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> like, actually, that distracts him now. Like, he's oh, about to, God. like, take a bunch of, like, deep breaths to, like, test his lungs. But then he, like, realizes he's covered in this, like, gunk of some sort. Of and, the miasma. And his, his vanity kicks in. Okay. Okay, good. It worked. I don't think Cleve's going to tell him that it's got a color. Let's say... Well, should it be purple? I mean, no, let's, you let's, want? Let's, let's, this would be a little bit red. Reddish blue. Well, I guess that's purple. It's blood! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's going to see what color it is as soon as he starts wiping his face off with his handkerchief. Yeah, let's just make it blue. I think okay. a blue would be a nice blue mushroom. Blue gunk? Yeah, once you boil it. Yeah. Yeah, so this is like on my face and on my chest and stuff like that. Mariah has to clean Also, like, up. parts of your clothes have been burned by the... The fungicide? That was a chemical burn. That yes. Wasn't... They're more like, it's like they've been bleached. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not broken, but they've got some interesting patterns on them now. They're like stained with like a bleach stain? Yeah. Oh. There's like crazy tie-dye type effects going on. Oh. This, oh. Like you get, you pull out your shaving mirror. Yeah, and like... like, yeah. Now I just start taking stock of like, of what I look like and what happens to my clothes. And bleh. And Cleve's like, the pain. Good to see you're back to roll, right? <laughs> from the, from, he says it quietly. <laughs> he doesn't want to make Coruscant feel bad, but... You want some fried shrimp nuts? Um, if you want to get actionable information, yeah. you, you need like a leadership check on Mariah. All right. Which I'm fine with you making. Well, okay, so what is important for me to know about this pain, honestly? Well, if it's a matter of like, is this something miasma is going to do to us versus is this something else? Like, right, that's right. That's useful and that's practical. Or can you walk is probably even. All right. Well, let's see if we succeed. But, but yeah, I need a leadership check to like get me back on task. Mariah, what is your discipline? Two purples. Um, but I succeed with a threat. Okay. So what is he going to say then? What do I actually want to know? Let's cleave. So you were starting to ask whether it was from the fungicide burns. I think, yeah, I think actually Cleve wants to know, is this, he's going to do leadership. Is this something that's already a problem? Like, do you have health issues? 
Okay. Or, you know, is this, is this something from the, is it, where is the pain? Is this something that you already have issues with? Or is this a nuisance getting here? Okay. And you succeeded. So, Mariah will... It's like, M, focus. <laughs> There's leadership. Take a black dot. <laughs> Take a black dot as I'm like, why do you call me, what? My name is Mariah. If that's a problem for you, call me I already Thor. Rolled. Do you want me to roll a black die now? It's your fault. I don't need him to... No, no, no. To... I think there, narratively, there is this exchange. Of, yeah. Oh. Like, you take a strain. Like, oh, you will succeed, fair. and I will answer oh, your I question. Oh, I have a threat, yeah. Perfect, yeah. that's what it is. Okay. But, but yeah, Mariah tells you that if you have a problem with calling him Mariah, then call him Thorn. Very well. Fair enough. Mr. Thor. <laughs> Mr. Sensitive. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, Mariah has a name that is often a girl's name, and probably dealt with that. Like, growing up. And you're choosing not to use his name, so... Because it's so long. I'll remind you that Corzon is the same number <laughs> of syllables. Corzon said Core was cool. And yeah, we've been calling her Core in combat. Or Hypercore. No, I, I don't think he's called her Hypercore yet. He's just like, Core, okay, that's fast. <laughs> okay, so after uh, the discussion of names, um, when you tell M to focus, uh, then Mariah says, I don't know if it is a new problem or an old problem being exacerbated. I suffered a leg injury as a child. That was very bad. To the level of passing out from pain. So that's a thing I've done before. And around the fire last night, it hurt even worse than that. That's an old injury, but something new seems to be happening here and it seems to be exacerbating that. So that was what hurt, and that's why I passed out. I don't think it's anything that you need to be tactically worried about. I can manage it better if it's a problem. I'm trying to get a read on Cleve. I feel like Cleve's got like mustache, guards, like, everything. like perpetual scowl, and it's like hard for Mariah to like read. So. Either Lex, you can volunteer information on what kind of, like, body language reaction I've got in here, or I can make a roll or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you, I guess you could make a roll. The thing is, is I don't really, like, I'm processing it, so I don't know what he's thinking. He's just processing the information, really. Like, from Mariah's perspective, Mariah, like, Mariah desperately wants to belong, right? And so, yeah. like, if Mariah is in trouble or going to be rejected because of this... That hits at his fear. So that's what he's trying to like read. Is this going to make him an outsider again? So I guess I can make like perception versus cool. That's often what it's That sounds used. good. Yeah. So it's your cool thing. Two greens. Yeah, you might just be betting up Alexa's cool because as I'm processing, impassive face is a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that Cleve might very well have an impassive face as well. Yeah. GM, do you wish me to add? Black dice to this role because this this is very much tied up. I, yeah, because you mentioned it is tied up to your fear, and so that makes it harder to. It makes me like there's the innate fear, literally, that like oh this is this is gonna be a problem. Like I'm not gonna be able to be part of like whatever this team is. So it's a distraction, but not distracting enough. Although there is a crap ton of threats. There are four All right, threats. I succeed with four threats, which is enough to give away. Motivations. I think that's great. So what's coming out from Mariah here, 
as he's like kind of he keeps speaking because like Cleve is not speaking yeah because Cleve is processing right but like these questions about like is it a problem like does this mean you won't work with me anymore like right those types of questions coming from him are enough for Cleve to understand that Mariah like desires belonging and being part of a group is extremely important to him okay and like this this idea that he might be rejected like, right right is more serious for him than it might be for somebody else right Okay. Then what I think what Cleve is going through his mind is that it's not something he did, <laughs> right? So he's that's more. I don't know that he would if he would say something about say that directly, but that's the first thing that went through my mind is if it's pre-existing, it's not something that not my fault. Yeah, wasn't something that he could um, like he didn't do it. So the treatment, he doesn't know if the treatment helped or not. Um, what would he do with this whole? Well, he's up and talking. It must have worked. And he said that it wasn't hurting anymore. Yeah. But how does Cleve react to a belonging thing? Cleve's been part of a unit before. Yeah, that's true. Like, does Cleve offer reassurances? Like, what? You're, you're part of the team, right? Yeah. You know what? Cleve does. He says, hey, man, no man left behind. <laughs> face up or face down. <laughs> With your shield or on. <laughs> right? Wait. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so, and yeah, he's like, no, you're part of the team. He's decided, you're part of the group. You're, once you're in the group, he's cool with that, keeping you there. So, Cleve's fine. You know, that fits in with him. As long as you're useful, then, you know, you can stay part of the group. Maybe he doesn't say that, but maybe <laughs> there weren't any threats. Um, right, but the, but the thing is, you are not implying that I'm dead weight. I am still useful. Yeah, but... I think his concern is about you getting killed because you, like, fall in the miasma and then drown, basically miasma drown or whatever at this point. So maybe maybe he just says something to talk to the doc about, I guess, if it's worse here. Yeah. Mariah agrees to that. And Mariah, like, says he totally intends to. And then he looks at, at Kor and, like, Kor had warned him, like, be careful who you tell about this this stuff. And let's see, did Corazon have much interaction with Dr. Satali during the week we were at Data Haven? That's Mariah's question. Cor like, um, was doing all like the hacker montage right. type stuff, but like but she received the experimental like yeah. Did she just walk in, get handed to it, and like walk out? Like probably. I don't feel like Corazon had a lot of interaction with Dr. Satali. Okay, no. so has no further like insight. Correct. Okay, but look. If you feel like you're getting close to your limit, you gotta say something, right? I nobody's gonna judge you for it. I and I, I, whatever was going on last night with the purple lights, that's what overtaxed me, and I have a better understanding of that now. So I, I hope that's not gonna happen again. We did do a lot of robot dragging too. <laughs> Those robots are really heavy. <laughs> still have to do something about that. Okay, yeah, about that robot dragging stuff. I have two thoughts. Okay. One is if Core can safely turn on the functional robot and we can have it drag the broken one. I think she can. She got the lights working. Or two, if that doesn't work, that we find some place that we can create like a pit or a blind or something it's to hide smart. the robots so that we can go back to Data Haven and get more hands or equipment for moving them more easily because it took us 
a good two days to hike here without dragging robots. So I was thinking maybe some sort of litter. Wish we had a horse. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no. A donkey would be way better. No, <laughs> a pack of wolf beetles. Um, like a dog sled. I mean, I guess that would work. Oh, no, no. A briar beast. We get a briar beast to carry them back. You can tame a briar beast. All the more power, too. <laughs> then we'll get the siege worm whistle and yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah perfect. Yeah. Just ride that siege worm back to home. You guys are crazy. All right, but if we're gonna try to power it up, yes. Uh, Corazon like, like looks at you. He's like, I actually I tried to turn it on already. I didn't think it'd be a problem. It doesn't come back right back on though. We're gonna need to salvage parts from one of these to get this one back in action. All right. It looks like maybe it's supposed to get like. Treatment for, like, against miasma corrosion every so often. And, well, it kind of missed that treatment. Okay, so some sort of overnight thing didn't happen. Yeah. And I think one of them was at the recharging station when we took it out. Yes. Oh, so that one's probably got some unit that's already... That one probably has a more ready-to-go unit, but the other one is the one that's functional in general otherwise. All right, so what do you need from us to pry... Parts off the broken one. Yeah. Corazon says that she'll need some help pulling out pieces from this one. Uh, mechanically, there's going to be a mechanics check that's hard. Three purples and a black die. We all can work together on. But if you have ideas on how to improve that, I'm open to thoughts. Either making it easy for her to do mechanics, or you have some extra piece of equipment that can substitute some things, or something like that. Or an extra fancy tool. Fungus magic can help. Yeah, I was thinking if part of the problem is that like it needs miasma gunk removed from it. Huh? Actually, yeah. Then that's something that I think I could attempt to do. Okay. I think this just falls under the vein of like utility magic. Utilities magic. Mechanically, he's looking for an upgrade. Narratively, you're removing some of the gunk. You don't need as many of the components. Does that sound good? That sounds good for what Mariah is doing. Cleve, do you have thoughts on? Corazon does not have mechanics. Um, and this is separate from like the reprogramming computer stack that'll happen later. Um, just some thoughts on like if you want to try like some perception to be like pointing out all the pieces or like even some skullduggery or something to like make it a little easier to access. I want to open it up to your creativity, or I could just try to help hold it up. Um, yeah, or you can just try to help directly on the mechanics check. That's also fine. If we can use, if I can figure a way to use my cunning, then maybe perception would be a good thing. Or the skullduggery. I'm not quite sure how that would work in this context or not. But That's like, parts of this machine are locked, literally. Yeah. And if you can help open access to those, that'll make it easier for Core to do the mechanics. Yeah, I don't have any ranks in skullduggery, but my cunning is three, so that would be the way I would It's two purple. Uh, for that, the magic is one purple just because it's utility, but it costs you this strength. Okay, so that's one upgrade from moving gunk out of the way. All right, let's see if I can skulldug. Yeah, I can, apparently. With a threat to success, okay. isn't it? You take some strength. You, like, shock yourself a little bit. There was actually a live wire in there. <sighs> Trash balls. Mariah, can you describe how this, what happens? So, well, they're wrestling with the one that I broke mm-hmm. to, like, pry parts off and get stuff out. I go over to the other one. I ask Corazon, like, what part of the machine is messed up. From the miasma? Is it just, like, everywhere? Or is there, like, some catalytic converter type? Like, is there, like, some sink? Yeah, there's probably, like, a, a sink kind of situation. 
where there is like, and it's like the power inverter or whatever. Okay. That's the most important part to be degunk. The rest of it is like, it's bad, but it's not like whatever, it's going to rust sooner kind of thing. Okay. And where is that located in your mind on these robots? On the lower end of the robot. Because like battery is usually heavy. So it's... Okay. So like down near the treads. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So Mariah kneels down and like puts his hands on that part. And I'm going to say there's that purplish, reddish sparkle type stuff, but it's like coming out of the unit. Mm -hmm. So that kind of like comes and like collects around his hands sort of. And then he like kind of just like shakes his hands like you do to like get water off of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it like disperses and vanishes. Dispersing the spores, helping them spread. Yeah. That's what happens. Okay, cool. Right, yeah, that means you must have gotten all the gunk off of you because otherwise they'd be like... Um, yeah. <laughs> By this point, yeah, that's all wiped off and he's clean shaven again. And that was necessary to like process the day. <laughs> Your boutonniere is in great shape though. You've grown a little bit, in fact. Um, this is Corazon's role with your two upgrades. Uh, two heels and a green versus three purples. You had a couple advantages, didn't you? And a black. I had one advantage. Okay. And you wanted some strain back earlier? I wanted the strain back from that advantage because I have learned the hard way. Mm. Where I has learned that strain management is very, very important. Um, so this is Corazon's role. You have two story points. I don't think we need story points. There's already two yells. Okay. Failure with two advantages. It needs to be charged? Yeah. The component from this other robot is not going to work. You need... Like, a fresh one or some other way to charge it. Or, like, you need to plug it back in at the network node. She has some advantages. She's able to rip out just that component if you want to jam that in. But it does mean going back into Miasma, taking any risks of, like, how often do they check this. Okay, but we think it should only take, like, a few minutes to charge, right? Like, because the other robot, they we, we saw them moving around, and then one went to the recharging station. Mm -hmm. And you interrupted it when it was recharging. So you don't know how long it takes to recharge. They've got a substantial amount of battery power. Not, you haven't figured out exactly how much. Right. So it's probably like 30 minutes. Like, granted, you don't need to hang out there the whole time, but that's, that's a corset. Unless we can rig up some other way to get them. Yeah, unless you want to find some other way to generate electricity. Which, like, Corsets is like, I don't know even if fully charged, like, if there's enough charge to, like, hike for three days or whatever. All right. I'll sneak back and try to plug it in. Okay. Corazon, like, looks conflicted like she would go, but, like, she knows she's not supposed to go into the deep miasma. Yeah, like, she took her shot, and we don't have any more of those shots. Yeah, and it's daytime now. Yeah. So bad miasma time. Yeah, so if we have any of the gel left, I could just put it around the edge of my... That's a good idea. Um, Keep in mind, like, it mask. attracts. Yeah. So if it keeps it on the edge of the thing or yeah, even yeah. on my face, I guess, so that it's not going in my lungs, I have no idea. Like a decoy would be better than like putting it on you. Hold it in front of me on a stick. Maya, can't you open up? <laughs> can't you? You make it sound like I've done that before. <laughs> part the um, part the mists. Yeah, Mariah says he'll go with you. Okay. Because he might be able to help. Right. Or we'll mind the robots. Yeah, and try not to turn them on while we're gone. I mean, I already tried. If I could, I mean, that'd be really incredible, wouldn't it? Um, she does give you a quick rundown of, like, what the electrical situation is. 
If you like want to dash inside and see if there's any spare power packs, that's a possibility. The door is like relocked though. Because the door know. is relocked, but we know we can get in through the roof. You know you can get in through the roof. Okay. Is it going to require a check to plug the thing in? No. Okay. I mean, I'm not high tech, but I feel like we could plug it in. So respirator is back on, mm-hmm. and head back towards the place. But when we get close to it, like once we see the the fog. I need to see if I can do anything about that. Okay. Before we get into it too deep. This is, I think, area. And we can take the blower too. Yeah, the fungicide. Yes. Gun. Um, what's your encumbrance situation? Um, I think it depends on whether or not I have the pack on. My encumbrance is exact. Okay. I feel like this with thing the med kit is at least two encumbrance. Yeah. So if I don't bring the med kit, then I. I it's two, it has, I have two encumbrance for my med kit. You have a backpack. We recovered your backpack in the first episode. Oh, okay. I did not know it would matter. Yep, backpack. Lee gives you four encumbrance. I guess then I could just bring the med kit and the, this and not be encumbered. Okay. Mariah's preparing the way. Are you two taking Corazon's blower as well? I can, but I don't want to leave her unarmed. We're the ones who are going into thick miasma. You could leave the rifle. Probably want to take that if we're, we're expecting trouble. Yeah. I can leave her. She has a knife, though. Okay. Yeah, she, she has a knife. She's fine. like, I'll be fine. Okay. A wolf beetle's not going to bite me, okay? Very good at that. You've been listening to Chronicles of Chiron. Set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Danielle, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, Xenofungus is not the enemy.